Hey, it's me, Emily. (laughs) It's Five Minute Friday. I'm so thankful it's Friday. To be real, though, this week was my self-imposed, let's call it a vacation week. Uh, Yes, I am at home in Brooklyn, but for a while, I was hoping to take a vacation, an actual one, away from Brooklyn this week. I dreamed of booking something to Italy, doing coast, literally posting up at some hotel for six days and drinking spritzes and who knows what. And I got to this point not all that long ago where when it came time to pull the trigger on booking it, I just decided that I wanted to save the money and spend some time being in one place. And so this week, I allowed myself to some extent to take vacation, aka like just do the things that I wanted to do during the day while also, yes, tending to my inbox a little bit. And of course, launching the pod and the newsletter and all the things that I usually do. Uh, And to be real, it was really, it was really delightful. Uh, That's not what I'm here to talk to you about today. What I'm here to talk to you about today is getting out of your head and kind of realizing the magnitude of the things that we allow to weigh us down. So let me let me exemplify this. So I was sitting here at my desk earlier trying to figure out the right way to respond to an email. And I noticed that I was getting really frustrated in that. I was feeling just like this pit in my stomach. I didn't know the right thing to say. I was writing and rewriting it. And I was just feeling that feeling. And uh, a few minutes into uh, sitting here and looking at my MacBook, I got a text from a friend who told me about some missed flight drama and connecting in an, an inconvenient place, but that didn't matter because he was able to get home and be with his mother for chemo. And I just sat here and I was like, why are you letting something like this get you all sorts of riled up, right? Like, why are you getting worked up by something that's insignificant? And I say this to uh, A, reel it in, right? Maybe this story helps you reel it in. But B, Also to caveat that it is okay if you have a struggle and it's not the worst thing on the planet. Like, am I entitled to feel frustrated or worked up by some sort of an email in my inbox? Yes, I am. But I can also take perspective on whatever it is in my life that is making me feel some kind of way and realize that more often than not, it can be worse. And I've dealt with worse. It goes back to that takeaway that I remember Alex Silver Fagan shared in her episode at the front half of this year. It was her third episode on the show, and I'll put it in the show notes. But she reiterated that we are not our feelings, and we have the opportunity to respond to our feelings. And so the next time that maybe you feel how I felt earlier today, take a second and breathe. And realize that it is within our capacity to move forward in the best way that we know how. And that eventually, we'll get through it. 
Yeah. My prompt for you this week. Are you letting something in your life take up more space than it deserves? Are you letting something in your life take up more space than it deserves? And can you move forward if you let that go? And now, a listener question. Hey, Emily. Thanks for taking the time to answer our questions. Um, So mine relates to the New York City Marathon. This is my first time running it this year. And I wanted to know, how many friends do you typically have stationed in each borough? Like, do you have two groups or three groups? And then the second part is, what do you typically have them hold? Do you each have them hold a gel pack or water or a Gatorade? Maybe your favorite snack for the run. Like, what do you typically have them hold? And then the fun, my fun question for you is, your favorite brunch spot for after the race? Thanks. Hey, Aaron. Okay. Three-part question. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I get questions like this often. Uh, So I'm not going to make it specific to the New York City Marathon because, and there's a reason, it's hard to place people in every borough for the marathon. Typically speaking, if someone knows New York, then they can get to at least two to three different spots on the route by taking the subway or riding a city bike. But that really is for the person that feels really comfortable navigating the city. What I will say, regardless of what marathon you are running, is that it's smart to try to have someone to look forward to I would say just as often as you take a gel. So typically speaking, my advice is to take some sort of nutrition every 40 to 45 minutes. That would be ideal if you could have someone to look forward to during that time as well. Now, if you're running a race and you know where someone is going to be, make sure that you don't only know what mile marker or cross street they will be on, but exactly what side of the street they will be on. So for instance, in New York, if I am running up First Avenue coming off of the Queensboro Bridge. And I know that my friend is going to be on 68th and 1st. I'm going to want to know if they're going to be on the north side of the cross street or the south side of the cross street. And if they will be on runners left or runners right. So make sure to alleviate stress from everybody <laughs> that you get that down Uh before you get going that morning. Also, in terms of like what they hold, I mean, really that's up to you. I like to run with everything I'm gonna need, which can be kind of difficult, but that's why it's really critical to look for gear with a lot of pockets. I have had a friend hold some sort of a gel. Typically for the last few marathons, I've been going with Morton gels and I am the kind of person who will reach for at most every single water station, a Gatorade. I'm a really salty sweater. That's why I love training with elements. But obviously during the marathon, I'm not carrying my own bottle of elements. I'm only carrying my own gels. Anyway, with this strategy, by carrying everything that you need on you, your friends, your family, your supporters can literally just hold signs and cheer for you. And it's a little bit less stressful. And then the last thing, a good brunch spot, 
you finish the New York City Marathon on the Upper West Side, my favorite brunch spot on the Upper West Side is without a doubt Jacob's Pickles. They also have Maison Pickle down the street. And other than that, other than that, other than that, I would recommend Mermaid Inn Uptown. Also, the Smith is up there and Empire Hotel Rooftop has really great views. I'm not entirely sure what time they open, but they will definitely be open for celebratory drinks in the afternoon. That's it for now. As always, if you have a question that you want to submit for the show, I'm all ears. Click on over to the show notes and click ask me a question. Leave me a voicemail and maybe you'll hear your voice on an upcoming episode of 5 Minute Friday. Make sure to follow along over on social at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs> 